I'm from that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. And welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. And Matt, back in studio again this week. And we got two of the young guns from Brownstown Speedway. I can't call him the kid anymore. Or the pup. We, we've yeah. lost all that. Yeah. He, He's outgrown it. Yeah. I just call him Braden Mature Young Man Watson, okay. I guess. That sounds right yeah, for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rainey's down there already saying BS, BS. Well, we've established his nickname already, and it's someone he can carry for a lifetime. You know, Rowdy Rainey. I love it. I do, too. I, I like it. Rowdy. That's, that's about him, man. Rowdy's him. <laughs> but also, in, in addition to Braden, we've also got Young Gun new in the seat. Uh, the guy that bumped Isaac Rainey out of the out of the driver's seat, Robert Rainey, and uh, Robert, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in with you because man, I've been giving your dad a hard time the last couple episodes because he got replaced. Obviously, he's washed up, can't do it anymore. Um, got replaced by a younger driver, uh, but I also have to say, man, it is so cool seeing the pictures that Mark's caught of your dad looking at you in the car and those kind of things. So. First of all, I just want to ask you this. What is it like going with your dad all the years that you have and being around the track to the first time you're you're sitting in that seat? Man, I don't know, really. It's been amazing watching my dad grow from what he first started to what he became before he quit. And ever since I got in, I it felt like a dream come true. And just, I feel like I can see my dad so proud of me, and it's cool. It's cool that he is proud of me. I'm sure he's gonna get some gray hairs though, because you know he's probably got a different <laughs> I, worry than he ever has. I got gray hair too. Trust me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like I'm like Dustin. You know, he's just that is proud papa moment right there. You know, every time even go talk to him about it, you know, he just like boils over of, of pride. So, Braden, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this for you going to give some advice to Robert. You may already have, but it's. Just a few short years ago that we had you in here as the uh, the new driver there in the modified of the 93W. So what advice have you or would you give to Robert about jumping in the car? Uh, we always talk. You know, he's he's always asking. I'm always telling. And uh, I don't know. Just you can't worry about it, anybody else right, like you're racing with. I mean, you can't, you can't drive their car for them. Right. Yeah, so you just got to run your race. Unfortunately. You, he'll be all right. I, I, he's really um, shown me a lot more than what I expected him to show, for sure, for the first two races. I, I was impressed week one. He had to go through the you know the county to get in. and Yeah, he got up on the wheel. He sure he did. did. Went to the high pumped. side yeah. and uh, and drove it in there, man. Yeah. So, so, Robert, talking about that, like, how did you attack that first week? Like, are you – heat race wise are you out there and you're like i'm gonna feel this thing out but then when you got to the the concert you're like all right i have to make the show what was the thought process well in the heat race i was just trying to make some laps and i started to get to get to feeling it at the end of the heat race. i was like i think i can make this show in the b main first five laps i felt pretty good then i spun out yeah and then i was like i got mad at myself i was like i'm gonna make this show so then i started just i didn't think i was gonna get out of the first wreck somehow made it and then after that 
me and uh, Caleb, we had a pretty good battle for a second. I felt like I catch uh, Streverl at the end, but it's too late. But you know, I, it's a, you know, it's a bad Conti when you titled his first wreck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when you got to start number them, that's that's yeah. a rough night. Yeah. <laughs> a, but I, I love that that perspective that you just gave because of the idea that, you know, I, I just think about if I was jumping in a car, I would be the same way in that first heat race. Like, I just want to survive this. Like, I just want to get through it. But I love the fact that you got comfortable enough. You immediately were like, I can win. I can get through this into the feature through the B main. And now all of a sudden you're mad and you're like, all right, I'm going to drive, which is, that's the, that's what I love about race car drivers. Now, did you just have one night of practice before the first night of racing? Two. Two nights Two. of practice. Because the one night, we didn't, I didn't even know where we were going. He said, yeah, let's just go. Because uh, uh, I think it was Gilpin was out there in uh, that 12 car, the new 12 car that was there. Uh, okay, yeah, the, the guy yeah. just, Last Stapleton's old record. car. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And they were out there, so we just went. Huh. So that's pretty good for two nights of practice, and then you jump into a race. Yeah. So I want to go even back to that first night of practice. What's it? I mean, and I, I asked Braden this too. What is it like when you're rolling out there the first time with the power you know you got under you, and you it's this is your chance to get out and cut some laps? When I first pulled on the track, I, I was nervous, but then I pulled on the track and like I kind of just lost every nerve I had, and it's like I'm here. And just now I just got to get my mindset on getting around the track. That was really it. When you guys are going around the track, like in practice, we're not worried about traffic. What, what are you most concerned about? You know, well, say one again, of sorry, I was like, what do you, when you're in, you know, I know when you guys are racing, you got you've already about, bored Braden. No, he's, I, was, <laughs> I was looking at comments. My you, you got, you got to worry about other cars and stuff, but like if you're going out there to practice or you know, what's the thing that you're, you're most worried about doing wrong when you're out there? Uh, like racing wise like you can't you, you can't really think about what you're going to do wrong you just got to think all the rights you got to do you got to okay. be like here I got to hit this I got to do this I got to do this you know you can't be like oh I can't go out there and spin out in front of the field but you just got to be confident I mean you can't have any doubts or anything you just got to be confident is that how you felt when you went out just okay practice, I got this I was really just seeing where I could do better on the bottom hitting my marks just trying to figure out where to let off and hit the brake gas that's really all I was trying to do in practice. I mean, you guys, you know, me and Dustin both are, are non-drivers. Well, yeah, we've drove the pace truck. I have more laps than you also. You do just, have more laps, and you about took out Turbo. I think he about took out me. Well, I think that's your perspective. <laughs> I think we'd have to go back and look at the tape. But when you're I out, think you were crowding Turbo on the inside. Oh, my. When you guys were out on the track, where do you know when to let off, when to brake? When I mean, how, how do you know that? I don't know until after the first lap. I go in there and I'm just like, "What's <laughs> I, I, what we gonna do?" Go in there. Yeah, that's how I am. Like, I, I, I I'm just glad you qualified. Be the first like, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking my dad. I said, "How would you go in there?" He said, "I, I." He said he would say, "I suck," so I can't really tell you. And I said, "That's that's nice." I can, I don't know because you know I've seen in hot laps before. Devons went around Brownstown Speedway and never come off the freaking loud pedal. Yep. Oh yeah, and it's like how do you how, how do you know? Okay, I can do that. Yeah, that's my problem. You know, I don't I, trust the car. Yeah. I and I hate that I don't. But because I I'm afraid don't. if I went in there, and I'm pretty confident if I went in there, I'd be out on the half mile. Or I'd be up in the suites yeah. if I tried that. You or know, so. or I'd be putting around. <laughs> I'd have I'd have golf carts passing me. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to trust the car a little more. But in that heat race last or the weekend, I last race when I spun out and uh humphrey got into me i could hold it wide open the last three laps i held it wide open i oh, said really? screw it i ain't got nothing to lose <laughs> held it wide open and it it was rolling around there now you smaller tire yeah I mean, bigger motor yeah it's different like late models i feel like it'd be easier to do because the wide tire and big yeah. moves you said but i don't know we just do it i don't know so it's i mean you guys kind of finesse that and yeah like at Brownstown, hot lap's about the only time you can hold her to the floor to go into the corner. But at Kokomo, like I was doing that feature because it was so hammered down and everything. But Oh, yeah. When you guys were up at Kokomo, that was that definitely. Was, yeah, that was the fastest I've ever been probably. They're, oh, really? They were Farmer City, yeah. Uh, they were so heavy. Robert, real quick here on the comments. I just want to throw out Megan Peden asked Robert who. So 
don't, yep. know, I don't know who that is. You, you gotta watch the you gotta watch the Pedens. That we have we have trouble. Steve, Steve's a cool guy. The rest are. Have you uh, met Steve? Yeah. Really? Hmm. I agree yeah. with Robert. Yeah, I, he's okay sometimes. <laughs> sometimes he's out of there. But I, I do want to. I do want to say here real quick. Uh, Adam Stricker's watching. Yes, thank you, Stricker. It is a solid hat choice. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Adam who? Yeah, Adam who? <laughs> Adam who? Never heard of her. <laughs> uh, she's running the Hornet division. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but no, I want to jump back into this too because you told us this off air, but obviously it's a big deal when you you become the driver. You get in your car. Where are you? What number are you going to put on the side of the car? And obviously, your dad's been 24. You end up with the number 12. Why the number 12? Jason Jameson. Always been a big fan of him. I don't know why. Just fun watching him get on the cushion. Just, I think he's one. I think he's probably the best. Him and Bobby, two of the best out there. Josh Rice, he's really good at it. It's just fun watching them guys knock the wall down. See, I was going to try to to do a whole big twist that you know he's Isaac's son, so he's half of Isaac. Half of twenty four is twelve. That's that's what my mom kept saying too. I was like, fine, I'll just listen to what you have to say. Yeah, well, that, oh, I thought you were saying he's half the driver. I was gonna say I'll go ahead and Ouch. make him number forty eight. I think he's twice the driver as dad was. I said nothing so. about the quality of the driver. I just he said he's half of him, half of Isaac. Oh, okay. Yeah, I misinterpreted that. Uh, he's he's still forty eight. <laughs> So, I can't bash my buddy Isaac, man. No, I got nothing but love for everybody, but yeah. I oh yeah, I know what the kind of love you got. But <laughs> but Isaac got replaced, man. Yeah. Let's, well, him being car owner, he fired himself. Well, that's, yeah, he did. You know, that's yeah, uh, that remember. says a lot. He went from owner driver to <laughs> I don't owner. Remember, I don't remember what weekend it was. He said, "I'm over it. You want it?" I said, "Yep, I'll take it." And it, I think it was probably the second race in. He said he was just frustrated. We weren't running good, and it was only second race. I said, "Really?" <laughs> that's how he is. He's very impatient. But <laughs> Megan Peden asked. She thought that's how old you were. That's why you went with the number twelve. <laughs> it's about how old he acts sometimes. <laughs> no, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> Megan might know you. Yeah. <laughs> little rowdy rainy here uh but uh so (laughs) now i've totally lost my train of thought as you there's only two cars on that train too (laughs) yeah 100 (laughs) percent. i'm lucky if that's the case so as you 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 dad comes home dad says i'm over it do you want it when he makes that statement do you think that he had that moment of He's just not, he's not being serious. Yeah, that's that, what I thought. I really was like, I've heard this before. Yeah, but a part of me was like, he just seemed like he was over it. He said, I don't know. It was weird just hearing him say that. Like, I don't know. When did you realize he was for real? When he was pulling his seat out, or? Uh, well, we went to Simpson that week, and he said, "I'm, we're buying a suit, we're going." I said, "Okay," and that's when I was like, "Yep, this is being serious." Wow. Yeah, it'd be weird just to have a suit just to wear in the piss. Yeah, just walking around. Something Braden does. He <laughs> yeah, don't. He don't yeah. know how to drive. Oh, man, the shots yeah. fired. Hey, how many feature wins do you have? Yeah, I lost uh, about three. Yeah, <laughs> he was gonna go. I lost count, but then yeah. he was still yeah. on the yeah. fingers. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I had the answer. I was just seeing if he knew. I know. I've been in two of the pictures. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick man, right here. I'm the best at it. Okay. But not glowing the dark sticks, right? No, I don't know who's been using them. Oh, I like, know who's oh, been using them. Every, we, every weekend, screaming. whoever's got the sticks, you better put them up or you're getting DQ'd. And he, I just start laughing. He identified himself to me, so we, we know who it is. <laughs> what What's the problem with glow sticks? I, I think they're pretty cool. I, I watch them going That's just by. A, a Brownstown rule. You can't have them there. I don't like there. the rule. You know what? I think they ought to put them up underneath the back back bumpers and make it like nascar and have a little glow sticks underneath no, well i think each chassis should have a dedicated color <laughs> so, so you can tell as they go around the track when they're going around the track okay that's a rocket you oh know, look it, all the rockets are up front yeah. the, for the last few years anyway <laughs> so 
<laughs> I like the elite chassis. Yeah, you're right. They got something figured out right now. Well, they have been anyway. Let Let's jump into that real quick because Elite has had a heck of a run, but I also don't want to put down knowing you're in a diamond. I don't want to put down diamond because diamond has been solid. It's just they haven't been able to top the elite right now. Yeah, they they've been kicking our rear ends this year. I don't know what uh, what different to do. You know, me, Ryan, Jacoby, all these diamond cars around here. We've been trying everything we can, but. I don't know. They just got something figured out. I think there were more diamond cars at Kokomo Friday than there were any other modified yeah, chassis. Man, there was a lot of there's them. There's a lot there. of diamonds at Kokomo. Ryan's starting to get. I think he's starting to get back where he's getting good again. I yeah. Really, he start after the win at Florence. I think he's just starting mm-hmm. to pick it up again. I agree. All right, let's take a quick break here for our first round of sponsors, and we'll be right back with Braden Watson and Robert Rainey. Electrical work big and small, Gilpin is the one to call. Gilpin Electrical Services can do your small necessary jobs such as wiring lights in your race trailer or adding outlets in your shop. They are also trained in installing whole home backup generators. Don't let a loss of power knock you out of having your car ready for the track this week. With a generator from Gilpin Electric and Generator Services, you'll be able to continue to work right on through the outage. Give them a call today at 812-953-1261 or look them up on Facebook at Gilpin Electric and Generator Services. Don't sit in the dark during the next power outage. See what Gilpin Electric and Generator Services can offer to you. Call them at 812-953-1261. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Do you know what kind of coverage you have? Do you know who to call if something goes wrong? Most of you probably know whether you currently have home life or auto insurance, but do you have the right coverage and the right amounts? This is where my family's agent, Tommy Taylor, comes into play. Tommy will take the time to sit down with you and look at your current policy and explain what he can offer and for what price. Tommy's an agent that is going to work for you to get you the best deal and best coverage he can. And when he's not the best option, Tommy's okay with telling you he'd take the other. Give Tommy a call today at 812-346-5664 or email him at thomas.taylor at infb.com. Stop knocking on wood. Call Tommy Taylor today. Is your car damaged? Does it need detailed? Rust spots you've been swearing you're going to take care of? How about those foggy headlights? If this sounds like your daily driver or your project car, give Legacy Paint and Body in Columbus, Indiana a call today. They can take care of all those problems and more. They offer free estimates and are family owned. Give them a call today at 812-799-1344 or look them up on Facebook at Legacy Paint and Body. Again, give them a call today at 812-799-1344. One three four four. Dirt to Media is your one-stop spot for racing action of all types. They cover Brownstown Speedway, Twin Cities Raceway Park, and Thunder Valley Raceway weekly with on-demand video available the day after the race is held. Also for 2020, the crew will be covering historic Salem Speedway live. You can also get all the races with your VIP Dirt to Media membership on-demand the day after the race. All of this, along with covering the Burris Southeast Karting Series, Burris Blue-Gray Karting Series, and the American Crate All-Star Series live on their platform. It's time you were a VIP member of the premier location for racing coverage, both live and on demand. So get over to www.dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. All right, Matt, we are back with Robert Rainey and... Braden Watson and Matt I know we want to talk a little bit here before we jump right back in with the interviews but uh talk a little bit about this weekend at Brownstown Speedway and the Hall of Fame race so I want to turn it over to you there a little bit yeah um I thought uh Jim kind of upheld you know his uh his local racer there when he he him and, and Mars decided to split ties this weekend because each driver in that race is going to have to pay a hundred dollars and buy a set of tires just for that feature event and and uh you know jim and in the mars series decided to split split ways and then after that announcement got made uh one of those keyboard warriors decided to rant and rave over on the that social media there and i, I didn't know if they had all their facts right that uh i didn't even see that I didn't yeah he kind of bashed the racetrack a little bit because 
of you know not inviting Mars said the local guests the local guys couldn't run with the big dogs they needed to stay home Greg Johnson probably would have beat them all and um and I I believe you know talking about big dogs and I don't disagree we said earlier he's not ran real well but I'm fairly confident Superman himself said he's going to be at Brownstown yeah, that's, Saturday that's night what I've so heard. I I don't know about dog size but I feel like he's a pretty good sized dog I'd say a St. Bernard yeah yeah, I'd say sure. yeah, he's a St. Bernard on the front porch. But, that's, uh, that's fair. You know, I, I don't think asking Mars, you know, not to, to show up with their sanctioning fee was having any big dog stay home. I think he was just trying to help the guys that showed up and raced every week yeah. where they don't have to pay for that money and buy tires. And let's also let's also reiterate, he didn't drop the, the win. It's still 10000 to win. It's still 10000 to win. Yeah. You know, Jim Price said, you know, I'll pay the same to win. But you guys are going to have to pay that money and buy tires. And, you know, we're all real quick to, to bitch at the promoter when things don't go right. But you got to give him, Jim, a whole lot of credit on this one because he's upholding his drivers. Yeah. You know, he didn't want them to pay that because. I think he'll get a bigger car count, in my opinion. Uh, me and Dustin decided that, you know, we thought that same thing. People's going to realize that he's trying to help out. And they don't have that $100. You know, you got to pay to get in the front gate, pay to get in the pit gate, and then give another $100 and buy four tires. Now. Yeah, you're talking about a seven six seven hundred dollar bill just to even get hot lap yeah, yeah before you, before you're not you even know if you're gonna make the feature yeah, yeah you're not exactly. even guaranteed a feature yeah and so I, I thought that was a, a great move on jim's part and uh i was sad to see somebody rant and rave you know that, because he, this guy was a, a race car driver at one time mm-hmm. you know now he now sits in the grandstands so well and I'll, I'll go back to what we said before too and, and don't get me wrong i mean we try to stay positive here but that really aggravated I, me that we do and there are certain things that Jim and I would disagree about, and I have no problem voicing the things I disagree about. And I will give, but I'll give him credit where credit is due. And I, the first moment I saw that that was going to happen, I could say nothing but positives because, again, I think it's going to increase the car count. It's better for our local drivers. It's not going to water down the show in any way. And I can do nothing but give him credit for it. So, again, kudos, Brownstown Speedway. And, and I would have had a problem if Jim would have said Mars didn't come and it's five thousand to win now, or it's twenty five hundred to win. Yeah, it's still ten thousand to win. And again, I don't know how you say the big dogs aren't going to be there. He's helping everybody out when Davenport's going to be there. Well, I mean, who's, you know they're racing, a, you know, a great big race Friday night at Ponderosa. Who's going to say down there? Well, hey, we can run up the road for ten thousand, and we ain't got to throw another hundred dollars. Yeah, you I'd know, say Tanner Ingles will probably show up. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. He yeah, I think up. we could gain cars out of this because yeah. they're, they're not paying that sanctioning fee. I agree. So, but that that's my rant. But I just I wanted to give you an open. He needs credit where credit's due. You know, they're quick to jump on him when they feel he does wrong. You know, people need to to thank him and back him when he does. You know, he backs his guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way I can do what he does. He's He's definitely got a lot on his shoulders. It's yeah. it's a yeah, it's a no win position. Yeah. I mean, it really is. You know, no matter what, it's it's going to be somebody's not happy for sure. Yeah. All right, Robert. So I'm going to throw this back at you. I, right before the break, we talked about when you really thought Dad was serious that he was done. So now I'm going to ask you when you knew you were going in the shot or in the car when you've you've got your new suit, you're ready to go in the car. What do you start setting your goals? I mean, what what are you, what is realistic to say as I jump in this car this year? This is what I hope to do. Just making features, really. Really, that's about it. Making laps, making features, running good in heats. I want to start running good in heats. Other than that, that's really just what I was. The goals were really being able to put it back in the box. Yep. Yes, that's a big one too. Yep, one piece. <laughs> and you know, I think that's. I, I'm so happy to hear you say that. It's so many guys that that, and it it shows how long you've been around the sport. Because so many guys that jump in are like, "Oh yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm gonna go," and they end up tearing up not only their own stuff but everybody else's stuff. And the experience and time just figuring out how to get around the track, and like you were talking about in practice, and then going from getting around the track to how do I navigate traffic? That's a whole nother challenge oh yeah it's how do i race around people the right way winning's not the first element being a great driver is the first element i agree the winds will come mm-hmm. the night when we was in the pace truck and turbo pulled up the inside of us i didn't realize how narrow brownstown was well you crowded him you you squeezed him <laughs> right down there on turn two 
He, I, I want to watch the video. He had a great run coming off the bottom of turn two. You squeezed him, and then you got mad because you had already tore all your tear-offs off, and he threw a little mud up in your face, yeah. and you were then frustrated. He did, I thought, he did throw mud in the pace truck. <laughs> he did yeah. throw mud yeah. in the pace truck. <laughs> I had the window down. He turned, <laughs> he goosed that thing out of two and just filled inside the truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for, it, people, it was fun. for people that don't realize, though, just to talk about the pace truck – we're running 40 50 miles an hour in that we pace went, truck. we went in that we went into turn one at 55 after jim watered the track and we were in a four-wheel skid and <laughs> yeah. I, I, people, I like, people don't realize that <laughs> until you go sit in that thing and you're like and you got tyler herb running up on the back of you throwing mud in you and you're like we gotta go faster well I don't think we can take this turn yeah. at 60 miles an hour. Yeah, that Chevy Silverado really ain't set up to go around Brownstown Speedway yeah. at, at 55 miles an hour. But we did it. <laughs> Dustin was scared. I, I, I seen you grab the handle. I watched you. Well, yeah, I didn't have a seatbelt, and I'm thinking, I got to try and hold me in here. It was, I will say it was more fun to ride than it was to drive. I, it is nerve-wracking when... <laughs> You just stood there watching more of the track, and they're like, go faster, go faster. It's like, we're in a truck, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to get in there too fast. Yeah, we end up over the bank. I was gonna, thought we was going to spin out in front yeah. of the field. Well, we need to start doping the tires before we go out the pace trucks, what we need to do. We get some dope tires, I think we're all right. I think we were two dopes in the truck, actually. Yeah, no <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But So... Robert, looking ahead, you know, obviously in the in the stuff you're on and, you know, you talked about going to Ponderosa this weekend. How exciting is it for you, again, been around the track forever and, and got to see all these tracks. How exciting is it to go try these other tracks and get I'm, a chance to race there? I'm definitely nervous, but it's going to be fun. Just I need to learn how to race with a wall around me because I ain't done that yet. And that's going to be really really exciting to see well you will at ponderosa yeah it'll be (laughs) fans will get a good show there (laughs) so Braden, talking about that idea of of racing with a wall what what suggestions would you give with a wall he's not very good on walls yeah (laughs) stay away from him don't don't hit it (laughs) yeah i can't i can't really give you a good explanation there just uh he can tell you how hard the wall is at Kokomo. Yeah, don't hit it with the right front, and you'll be all right. <laughs> just hit it with the right rear quarter panel, and you'll be all right. It just just scrape sheet metal, not yeah, not yeah. suspension. Yeah, let's not get into too hard there. So, what then, Robert? I'll ask you this: what What is the thing that you're most looking forward to in the future of this season? Hopefully, it's getting probably a top ten, top five finish. Honestly. Around there would be really good. Starting and finishing consistently, that'd be really good. Passing his dad in the points. <laughs> that'd be good, too. I will say this. Uh, Tyler Collins is watching. and um, Boo. <laughs> shout out. Sh- I will give a shout out uh, to, the, uh, to Tyler Collins, but he says you should go to Crossville instead, which – Tyler is racing with the American Crate All-Star Series. They're going to be at Crossville Speedway this uh, this weekend. And uh, that is a – I will say this. That is a cool joint. If you ever get the chance to go down there and race, Crossville is a, it is. It's, it's a ton of fun, great people, um, great joint. And uh, we'd love to invite you now that you're in the crate. You know, talk to Dad. November 12th through the 14th, Crate, all, a crate National Championship at Volunteer Speedway presented by dirt to media so twin five thousand dollar to win friday night races and fifteen thousand to win on saturday at the gap which is another amazing place to see a race yes it is i said let's go i'll go with you you're 41st in points by the way and your dad's 11th yeah it'll be a little bit then (laughs) man (laughs) could have sugared that a little bit i don't even know when's our next race it's three weeks maybe i think so yeah Yeah, you have 139 points and your dad has 457 see let me let me help you how you sugar that up robert you're in the top 50 in points your dad's in the top 20 sounds so much better he's in the top 15 ain't he yeah but we don't want it we got to stretch it a little he's he's in the top 12 
They're not getting it, Braden. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to market what, this. Yeah, come on. Now. I'm trying to fix it up here a little bit. But he's got Isaac's got you know old boy right behind him, so he'll he'll fold twelfth the next time they race, unless old boy runs into Isaac. <laughs> if old boy runs into Isaac, that's going to be bad since Isaac's not in the car no more. Well, Isaac had to be on the Uke tire. <laughs> I think we need to put a three Z sticker on every one of them tires. They don't move. I got to say, Ray, that one in the middle of three and four does. It's the smallest one because there was a yeah. pure stock that hit it last time we raced, and he, he sent it about six feet. They still suck. <laughs> I do got to say I love Rob Wilson's uh, Robbie Wilson's uh, comment here. He says, put Tony Stewart in the uh, pace truck. It'll look like a modified headed around there. And I'm sure it will. Yeah, carrying the left front. So I would love to see Stewart in the pace truck. I'd like to see Stewart at the racetrack. Agreed. He's got a late model. Yep. He's not gonna bring it out. So Robert, I'll say this: you you talking about you know, obviously Jason Jamison being one of your favorites, where the twelve came from. Who are some of those guys that you're excited about the chance to race against? Um, Brad Barrow. I like racing against him. Surprise! I've always liked Brad. He's he's always so nice to me. I grew up watching him. He was always one of my favorites to watch too. Him, Tyler Kane's really good guy. Tyler Collins, he's just fun to race with. I can just bunch of them guys. Shelby Miles, he'll race you clean sometimes. <laughs> well, let's go back to Tyler Collins. If you wait till later in the race, his schmedium driving suit will actually cut the air off to his head and he actually ends up he, he struggles late in the race because he can't breathe that schmedium will get to him. don't let that big boy body fool you he's he ain't yeah he i would say he gone. sure didn't get wore out the 91 <laughs> he come on stronger at the end of the race i do i do believe if i can remember correctly mm. if he just orders something bigger than a schmedium <laughs> hey going back to the points Braden's second in the points by the way probably fall back so he's so he's in the top five yeah top, mm-hmm. top 10 jacoby's point leader right now but Braden's right there at second less than 100 out so but let's say this though Braden. what's it like the idea that you are second behind somebody like jacoby it's pretty cool you know I like mean, to even be able to race against those guys is pretty cool to me i mean i hate racing against like jacoby and ryan because we're, we're so close with each other but you know it's fun Top two in points at Brownstown Speedway are diamond chassis, though. That's right. Who's who's the rest of the top five there in the mods? Uh, Bryson Clark's third. Zach Stalker, rookie fourth. And then fifth is Sean Negengard. All right. So, Cole Falloway, uh, Jared Fleetwood, John Klempinger, Derek Groomer, and Jordan Weaver, your top ten. So, not too bad. No, good grouping there, and and Braden, I'll ask you this, kind of throw the same question you asked Robert. Who's the one that you have raced with that you're like, all right, this is cool that they're on the track with me? Um, I think one night I lined up next to uh, Nick Hoffman, and I was leading in a heat race. Well, it was he a, drove by you. Yeah, it was the Jackson Because I, <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was sticking for him. And I didn't think anybody would get on that middle high side groove. Everybody's on the bottom. Next thing you know, Hoffman's Hoffman. up on the top. Blows right, right by around me. him. I was like, "Yeah, yeah. he's good." That yeah, yeah. was pretty cool. But oh, he won that night. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I, do you get in the habit though of like in a situation like that with Hoffman? Do you still become somewhat of a fan? Like when you watch, I get you're competitive and you're you you don't want to lose. But when you watch him go find the high side and do something you didn't think could happen, and you're like. You're like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's yeah, exactly, due, right? Yeah, he's that's a, how I felt about Tyler Collins winning this weekend or the weekend he won. I, that's who I would want to win. I'm, I like Tyler. I I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I got nothing but love for Tyler. Do you owe him money or something, man? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I got. I got to say, I, I got to give love for Tyler. He's. He's been our uh, equipment delivery guy for some some of these races, so got to show nothing but love to him. But I agree. I've seen. I've known him since he's been in diapers. So you know, 
when he ran around and just irritated everybody in the garage. Yeah, well, I know you. Not everyone's old like me. No. See, it don't sting as bad if I beat you to the punch. Well, I just I like to give you those chances. I appreciate it because you're old and slow, and it's necessary. Yeah, I respect my elders. I Braden appreciate ain't it. old, but he is slow. I can promise you that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> who drove who here? Oh, okay, I was wondering. I thought, man, he's not yeah, bad mouthing his adult, ride, is he? The yeah, adult. The adult. <laughs> All right, because I I see some of the um, the toned down battles between you guys on Facebook. How bad are the the private bad, text bad, messages? Oh, that's bad, terrible. You think we'd hated each other? Like, you think we'd want we were fist fighting every day? <laughs> because the ones that I'll follow along on social media are priceless. I mean, some of the got to put on a show. Well, yeah, it's what's all about. Yeah. We can't do it on the racetrack, so we can do it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you guys are born on the same day? Yeah, we have the same birthday, unfortunately. I, I had no clue. I just found out. Wow. What day is that? September 24th on a day of Jackson. A Jackson Usually. Hunter weekend yep. all the time. I knew that because I remember when you had the cake there, what, mm-hmm. last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years ago. It was two years ago when they had yeah. the cake down there. Born on the same day. We could get you guys in the same class. That's that's Ridiculous. a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's why me and Roller started the podcast is so we could dog each other and people could listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah we figured this was too good just for text messages. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what people don't understand. It is for the show, but we talk the same way off the. Oh end. yeah, you know we work together every day, and it's mm-hmm. you know we we're like when can I get my dig in? You know. Yeah, there's some great email threads back and forth between yeah. you and I making fun of each other. So, and we make it public to the whole staff. Yeah, oh, we yeah. we all, we we reply all. That's funny. <laughs> all right, so here's the deal: when you look ahead, I, and I'm I'm gonna throw this out, and and I'm interested to hear what you guys say. If you were in the same class, same equipment, who's winning? I'm parking a slider across his nose first lap. <laughs> Probably Braden. He's got way more. Range. And if you don't make it, you don't make it, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm going for it. I don't care. I got to be honest. That's the best answer I could have gotten. I don't, I'm either winning or losing lap yeah, number one yeah. because I'm going right across the nose. But Robert's not arguing either, so. He'll get one coming back to him. Would you get yeah. on the brakes for him, though, when he come up through there? No, no uh, drive right through, baby. He's in the field, for sure. <laughs> drive right through that thing. That's interesting. Oh, man, now I'm getting now I'm getting it. I See, I picked on you for being slow and old, and now your boy racing Rob Wilson is just smart. He says you're just smart with experience. That's right, man. He's a year behind me, so we got to stick up for each other. Uh, he's still young then if he's a year behind you <laughs> i've not hit that 5-0 yet man that's next year oh i know more free 40 next year is where the party's going to be i'm telling you live oh, entertainment yeah. yeah we'll be there <laughs> yeah there'll be live entertainment <laughs> dustin's gonna sing is he huh? yeah mimi picked uh picked you Braden. oh did she yeah she said she's taking you out yep. i don't know about it all right, let's jump in here. Let, let's look at some of the other points right now as well. I know we talked about the modifieds. What are some of the other points there at Brownstown Speedway? And, uh, you know, where, where, where are some of these people at? Let's, and let's get these guys, these young guns' perspective on some of these points, who they think are, are going to end up coming home with things. The blue chip racing engine super late models. Um, wild thing, Greg Johnson, point leader. Shelby Miles is second, Stapleton is third, Austin Burns fourth, and Britton Gotze top five. What's the what's the spread there between Greg and um, Shelby? Um, oh man, he's got to do math. Uh-oh. About fifteen. Fifteen points. Yeah. yeah, man, that's that's gonna be a heck of a battle. Yeah, that's pretty they're good. They're both right really good. They both they're yeah. not forever. So. Gilpin sixth, uh, Blackwood is seventh, Dwayne Chamberlain eighth. Skyler Lewis ninth and uh, old sexy Bexy Matt Bex top ten. Skyler will probably be up there here in a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think we'll see him climb climb those ranks. Then the Indiana Pro Late models. Shelby Miles is your points leader. 
Tyler Neal second, Keegan Cox third, Brad Barrow fourth, Raymond Humphrey fifth, Marty O'Neill sixth, Greg Kendall seventh, Justin Bowling eighth, Brad Cummings ninth, and Steve Peden tenth. And if I was a betting man, Peden's coming up that list. Yeah. Yeah. Just depends if he races Brownstown. He's thirty four points behind Brad Cummings right now, so Yeah, I, I and I love to pick on Peden, but he's a wheel man. Pewter Hall Super Stocks, Jamie Wilson, your points leader. That's Derek Clegg, Matt Botnick, Steve Hollers, Tommy East, Webley, Tucker Shastain, Zach Sasser, Josh Devine, and Josh Turner, your top ten. Which I went Sunday and watched Jamie Wilson race down in Richmond Speedway there in Richmond, Kentucky. And uh, he did pretty good down there. And it'll be interesting, not with the the points because he's not going to points race but as mike field gets out more to kind of see what what mike can do in that super stock class and yeah, shake some things up as well yeah he's he's not going to run run you in points but no. he'll show up yeah, and hit, steal a check yeah, from you all the time yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's and i think that's a very competitive class of super oh, stocks yeah. is very very i mean i'd say i'd say it's the most competitive honestly yeah. because they're racing for the same money modifieds are like and almost more sometimes they had like thousand win shows i'm pretty sure sometimes zach sasser yeah. looked really good the other night yes he too. did he looked yeah. really good yeah he he has turned his program tremendously around mm-hmm. i thought zach has really come into his own there your night drainage and excavating pure stocks you got dalton fleener your points leader david palmer second dustin carr third mickey hines fourth donnie wilson fifth glenn neal sixth tommy fleener seventh brandon lucas eighth connor merton's ninth Connor's only 13, by the way. I don't know if anybody realizes that, but he's only a 13-year-old kid there. And then Keaton Strevel, 10th. So he's a year older than Robert. <laughs> correct. Yes, correct. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. But I thought, you know, I, I thought that age then, because we have the same <laughs> Yeah, you already admitted it. <laughs> that was smart. And then your night drainage and excavating hey, hornets. Time out. I want to go back to the, the pure stocks there real quick. I got to say that, A, Dustin Carr's on a tear. So he's going to continue to come up. But I think the battle between him and Palmer, if Palmer continues to come to Brownstown, could be huge. Mm-hmm. Carr's only 15 points out of the points lead, sitting in third. So the top three are pretty close there. But the Hornets, Bumper Thumper, Bryce Burton is your points leader. Then it's Shannon Walp, Blake Gibson, Hunter Perry, Lucas Jackson, fifth. Alex Wilson, Hunter Holton, Davey Wagner, Gary Hume, and Doug Watson, your top ten. So. And talk about Hornets. I want to throw this guy this out to you guys because I saw this uh, post earlier today. And this is um, this is a checklist to see if you're a D-bag uh, Hornet driver. Wanna, I just want to see if you but guys... I think you could insert modified and crate late model in there. I agree. I agree. Modified. It, it could be anybody. <laughs> So let's just let's just check here. The first uh, item on the checklist is: Do I lie about my motor? Do I give out facts without actually testing anything? <laughs> do I think that I know everything? I'm looking to see if Robert's pointing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do I? This is my favorite. Do I apologize a lot for running into people? <laughs> Him for sure. That is the truth. <laughs> Do I, I can't apologize to the wall though. So. <laughs> do I <laughs> can't it just don't respond back? Yeah. yeah. Do I blow <laughs> off people who ask for help? <laughs> this is another one of my favorites. Do I rat on people to the inspector? <laughs> uh, not, not really the modified deal, but I'm sure like Hornet drivers do because they. Oh sure. yeah. yeah. And crates probably crates yeah do. too. I heard rumor that pure stocks kind of telling each other. No. <laughs> no especially last year not last year for sure. where'd you hear that, that from it was a rumor i heard that pure stock uh, drivers will tell on each other no way and do i refuse to just say i'm not sure so that's just your checklist there of um, items you want to may may avoid there so would you guys agree with that checklist oh uh, yeah probably yeah would you put robert on it Braden? oh yeah <laughs> i put myself on it yeah <laughs> Would you put Braden right there with you? Yeah. <laughs> they share more than a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but, and you know, it's, 
I read that earlier though, and I thought it is great because everybody you you read that list and you immediately have someone jump into your mind that mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah, yep, mm-hmm. that's that guy. That's <laughs> that's that guy. He t- he constantly does it. So, all right, hey, let's take our second break here. We're gonna pause real quick. Um, and look at our second round of sponsors, and we'll be right back with Robert and Brayden. This Saturday night, August 8th, at Brownstown Speedway is the 16th annual Hall of Fame Classic. Paying $10,000 to win for the blue chip technology and racing engines, super late models. Also racing that night will be the night drainage and excavating modifieds, the Pewter Hall Super Stocks, and the Thirsty Goat Entertainment and Dirt 2 Media Crown Vicks. Don't miss it. Saturday night, 16th annual Hall of Fame Classic, Brownstown Speedway. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt track racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. Jeremy Owens has a reputation for being fast on the track, but also very clean in how he races other drivers. He takes the same approach to his business, OCC construction and seamless gutters. He'll give you the best price, complete the job in the quickest timeline possible, all while giving you the best quality craftsmanship you can find. Jeremy believes that his word is everything, and the best form of advertising is word of mouth. He wants every customer happy when he finishes a job. So if it's new gutters, renovation projects, decks and patios, or a full home remodel, give OCC Construction and Seamless Gutters a call today. When you call them, let them know Thirsty Goat Entertainment sent you. You can contact OCC at 812-592-7899. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like, from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. Welcome back again here to Throttled Up the Podcast. And Robert, I'm going I'm to bring this back around to your dad because obviously we have talked about how proud your dad is to see you in the car and 110%, that's obvious. What kind of advice is, is he giving you? Just not to wreck it, really. That's really... He's really letting you. That's awesome. If he, it, so you're. He's just letting you go. Go do it, and because he gives, he gives me some advice. Like when I was starting in the on the pole, and the, he he just told me just run my race. Him and Braden, they were just saying run my race. And that's really the only two were really giving me advice. Is it is it nerve wracking that first time you talk about starting the pole in the heat race? Is it nerve wracking that first time you have to start? I mean, you're the guy that's going to start the race here. Yes, and it is. It really is, especially with Keegan that was right here and <laughs> Shelby was behind me. Yeah, it was definitely nerve-wracking. Is it better not to think about who's around you and just focus on you? Yeah, like exa- that's how I had to do. For, like at Kokomo for me, I was stacked. And, like, oh, yeah. That race at Brownstown, the Summer Nationals race, it was like a bunch of guys up there in top ten national points. Like you can't think about that. You just got to. Hit your marks. Hit your marks. Don't worry about anybody else. You know, you just got to – you can't worry about anybody else. And is it – do you think it's better for you, Robert, that your dad is the the type that's saying, go run your race. He may give you advice afterwards, but he's not one looking at you and saying, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to – why didn't you do this? Or is he doing that? He does that a lot. That's what (laughs) I thought. (laughs) So he – He's giving you a lot of advice. You just get the freedom to choose what you want to listen to. Yeah. Yep. We get it. We butt heads a lot, but yes. Yeah. How different do you feel like? And I know you're still developing your driver style. How different do you of a driver do you think you are from your dad? 
That's a great question right there. I really don't know yet. He was he was actually really smooth. He liked I he didn't really like the bottom, but that's where he always was and I really don't know yet. I'm not very good on the bottom right now. So when you look at that and you think I'm not very good at the bottom right now, is that something that in races you're going to continue to you try to work that down there yeah, or do you a, I want to try and really get good everywhere not just one spot you see some guys is really when the track goes away at one spot they aren't good me that's me I'm my wheelhouse right around the tires but bottom's not there I'm pretty well junk at Brownstown anyway <laughs> so what it so out of curiosity a guy that's never sat in a car is it just that you're more comfortable down there why do you not make that move to go try it uh like for me like last year like last year's car and this year's car total polar opposite last year's car loved the bottom and everything that mud ring it's always around the bottom it loved it and it's just what i'm used to now hmm. for this car I, I just have a handle of it i guess and does it go back to like what robert was saying even you know you being in a new diamond chassis is it you don't trust and i know that you trust the diamond chat but you haven't built that relationship with the car to know i can go put it here and it's going to do what yeah, i want to do i'm slowly but surely getting there but it's, yeah, it's still it takes time for anybody i think brownstown could be intimidating for even a seasoned driver because you know like robert said he wants to go to ponderosa to figure out what a wall's like you mess up on the top of brownstown speedway i mean you're out of the park there's no wall to keep you i mean at kokomo the wall kept everybody inside the park yeah. at brownstown you're you're gone and it's hard to get back on the track yeah because you don't know who's coming and see i've brought that up several times with with what we've done with dirt to media and the american crate all-star series those tracks in the south all have a wall yeah and some of them are so high banked you don't get to the wall don't get me wrong but they all have a wall and i've i've said forever i would love to see that series come up here mm -hmm. and race some of our tracks without a wall because that's a whole nother skill set yeah. is being able because yes tracks with a wall like we were talking before that we we got on air you could miss and bounce that yeah it's a whole different that off game. the wall and go when you drop her over at brownstown you're done i mean you're you're true rim riding when you're at on the very top of brownstown speedway because mm -hmm. it's you know whatever little lip we got there the traction on the tires and your skills all keeping you in the park absolutely that's why i would love to see some of those guys have to come and and, yeah. and run that style you know and that's why i've always said about even tyler when tyler's going down to race those guys down there it's a whole different style of yeah. racing in tennessee than what it is if you have to come up here and compete what's well, different when you know ponderosa and richmond it's that's totally different than what we're used to up here mm -hmm. yeah that because that's what amazes me watching guys that are great on the top without a wall because the ability yep, to hit finesse that, that cushion yep and not pull yourself over every time is unbelievable to me mm -hmm. that that's that's when i just it it's crazy and you know i reference a lot of the rip and the lip up there and that's i mean it's a wing and a prayer around the yeah, top it's, man. it's scary like if i know i'm not like in contention for the win like a couple weeks ago last time i ran at brownstown we sucked bad and i was like well i mean i'm not gonna win so I may as well try something else so i, I went to the top and one and two there was nothing there like you, you were going off the bank if you hit it wrong and three and four there's a little bit of a cushion there you could hit and it was it's definitely intimidating for sure but <laughs> you got to get used to it i guess and it's weird to me too because i don't get me wrong the ride over the top i can't even imagine but we almost found out <laughs> we did but does it is it as difficult i guess i should say and, and you guys may not be able to answer this it also amazes me on the flip side the guys that can every lap put that nose within inches of the uke tire and and not contact yeah. Shelby Miles is really good at it. Shelby Miles is really good at it. I watched Tucker Shastain, the last He's super good. stock feature. His driver's side flare would would hit the last one coming out of turn four like every lap. Yeah, yeah. And and I so I don't want to just say that I'm uh, the high side guy. That amazes yes. me just as much because that is just as fine tuned as 
not slipping over the top, as many of our people know, the Uke tires don't move well. No, they do mm-hmm. not. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're bone breakers. Oh, yeah. That's Zach. Actually, yeah. Burton's in, broke his <laughs> arm or something, his hand. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'm going to ask you this, boys. If And and I, and I will say this before I jump into this, because, Braden, I'll be honest, I was shocked. This is your fourth appearance on the show you posted earlier. Mm-hmm. Which is he the the most appearing? Because I think Devin's been on three times. Jeremy Owens might be right there, about four two. We have to look at that. We yeah. have to it has to have our, a club like Saturday Night Live used to have. Yeah, we may have to. Because Braden Braden is in. He's in the 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 crew. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's he's yeah. in rare air. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we started when he was still in diapers. Well, <laughs> Dad did drive him here the very first time. It's a fact, yeah. Yeah, he didn't have driver's license the first time he was on our show. Well, Robert drove him tonight. We're still not sure if he has yeah. driver's license. They he might should. be. Re- they might be revoked. He shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well. Somebody stole his car. You can't pick yeah. on the guy. I wouldn't even bring it up. I don't even have a car. I stole it. I wasn't even going to bring it up, man. But you had that pink moped. My goodness, that was a slayer like that, right there. Yeah. That saved some for everybody else. Yeah, I couldn't keep them away. <laughs> now nah, I've lost focus again. Imagine that. Yeah. No, but I was going to say this. As you guys look ahead, what's the ultimate? What is the thing that in your racing career, if you can say this, what what is the accomplishment you hope to to have for me like people always ask me if i want to wait till like if i want to get to nascar and all this like that's not me like i'd rather be rolled up and down the road in a big old stack or two late models going racing all the time that's that's my dream right there it's being able to go and travel and race dirt that's mine too lucas oil where i don't really care i don't even care if it's a mars series i'd love to go run a series just like that yeah like NASCAR is not really my thing, you know. I'd rather be up and down the road racing late models somewhere, or modifieds. And I and I gotta say this but you too: you can go anywhere in the world in a modified. That's a thing, yeah, man. Exactly. You know, that's. I forget who did it, but we talk about Young Money, Kyle Larson. Somebody added it up the other day what he had won, and this has been a, a probably two weeks ago, but on his tear, what he had won, and he was already over two hundred thousand dollars in winnings. And that was before in the last couple of weeks. He he won another ten thousand dollar to win the other day, but he was plus two hundred thousand in what Larson has done. So that idea that you can't go and do this and make money and don't get me wrong, Larson's on another level. Yeah, he's, he's winning everything. He's on a planet that I don't know that exists yeah, anywhere he's a, he's else. A but player. all right, he's almost got his toter paid for. Well, but you you work on payment plans, right? But I'm he just saying. he just a poor NASCAR boy. Yeah, Larson just a poor NASCAR boy. Yeah, poor, he did have sell a home to keep racing. He sold two for eight point five million. Yeah, well, <laughs> do guy. what you got to do to keep racing. Yeah, man. yeah, just struggling through. Yeah, you guys, but but I should say you guys both are probably about two hundred thousand in winnings this year. They both live at home. They're they, they're ahead of the game, man. Oh yeah, they're probably they don't four have or house payments. They don't have house payments. <laughs> yeah, but no, but I mean that that is a thing. And and again, I'm not saying that Larson is is the standard, but you can make a living going and doing this stuff. Yeah, you like, know, like well, there's that, a lot of them doing it. Like that year, Davenport won all those races. I think it's 2015. He probably came out making money. Like most guys mm-hmm. race, they don't make money at all. He probably made some money doing that deal. So, and speaking Larson, of, like he's making money right now. Speaking of 2015, that's the only time Davenport won a race at Brownstown. I was looking at that when we was on our break. You are kidding me. Jackson 100 in 2015 is the only he. No, none of our other Crown Jewels he won. Hmm. Jackson 100 in 2015 is Davenport's only win at Brownstown. That's an interesting fact going into Saturday night. Yeah. That's, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, so, Matt, I'm going to throw this one to you here before we take off because we are at an hour. But uh, it is the 16th Annual Hall of Fame this weekend and new Hall of Fame inductions at Brownstown. And you want to kind of cover that real quick? Uh, we'll just make it a surprise. Okay. All right, so surprise. No, no, no drivers. Well, they were former drivers, but, uh, yeah, older older people. 
in our racing community. Did you get inducted? No. No. Oh. No. When you said older people, I <laughs> yeah, narrowed it I down. Looked right at him. Thought for sure. Appreciate that, man. Uh, so, well, I'll tell you both this. First of all, Braden, thank you for coming back again. Yeah. Fourth time. Thanks for having me. We'll check. You may be the uh, the leader, or do you already have it? No, I got the two being inducted is uh, is Rick Haven. I thought uh, we were leaving as a surprise. Well, I just, you, you changed my mind. He, I started, just, he started racing hobby stock at Brownstown in 1975, and he was the flagman at Brownstown for 15-plus years. So, And then it, uh, Ted Pfeiffer Sr., who passed away a few years ago at 90, ran his first race at Brownstown in 1952, and a multi-time feature winner in the 50s at Brownstown. Also raced in USAC. Those are the two guys we're in, inducting into the... Uh, the hall of fame on saturday night that's awesome so so i will say this first of all we will figure out you may be the leader um fourth time robert first time he was here as a guest one night yep. he never made Jared, it to a microphone and my dad yeah yeah he did he hung out back there in the back yeah but we hope to have you back again and i will say this and matt you kind of chime in when you want it excites me to see young guys like yeah, you man. that are in the sport and, and that's why we want to continue to try and promote you guys mm-hmm. you know robert when you took over for your dad that was a two weeks ago is the reason why I, I jumped in right away and said we need we need to get robert on the show because it's gonna take we can't rely on guys like matt i mean they're gonna die out soon <laughs> Us young guys, us, us young. No, we need young blood in this sport, mm-hmm. and that's what excites me. About, that is a fact about both you guys, and and I, it, I've loved watching Braden what you've done the last few years, Robert. I'm very very excited to see what you do the next few years, um, and so thank you both for coming on and being a part of the show. We appreciate it. We're both we're we are fans of you guys. Um, Matt has to be more unbiased than I have to be. I can uh, only, be biased. Only on Saturday nights, man. Right. The only thing I'm going to bring up before we leave is that going back to that summer nationals race, I was really concerned about the weather. And I send one comment to Braden Watson to say, is it raining there? And the whole post gets deleted because I ask if it was raining. There's at least like 25 people that kept messing me over and over and over. I got to a point where I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's not raining here. And I'm like, the A-hole that had to yeah. come. Because he did post. He said, just check your weather app. And I, I was mean, I was literally getting ready to pull into Brownstone Speedway. And I, I commented and I said, is it raining? And then the whole post disappeared. But I, I'm going to say on the being unbiased, when these guys do travel to other racetracks, 100%. If we're not racing at Brownstown, I try my best to be there to support them and you know go watch them. Mm-hmm. Let them know there's someone in the stands that knows them and, and is rooting for them because I, I me I think that's important. Yeah, it, it is important. Like if you don't have supporters then I mean you ain't you don't have anything really. I mean, the supporters and fans they're like personally they mean a lot to me. You know, like when No, if you have supporters and fans, you're Steve Peden. Well, that's why I, I went to when I went to Ponderosa. Yeah. The only reason I went was because Peden and Burton were down there. I had no desire to go down there until. Well, I, you went for Burton. Yeah. No, I went for them both. No. <laughs> yeah. I went for both of them. I'll get I'll get a Peden text message here real quick. <laughs> you deserve it. But no, thank <laughs> you both, man. We wish you both the best best of luck the rest of the season. And like I said, man, we're we're fans of you guys, and we appreciate everything you do. So, well, thank you. Thanks for having us for sure. Yep. All right, before we take off, we'll roll a third round of sponsors and check us next week. We'll be back with, uh, uh, I don't know who's going to be on yet. While we were sitting here talking, I thought about reaching out to somebody and we'll see if we can get him. So, Tony Stewart, be on next week. Uh, going from the pace truck right to the studio. We'll see you next week with Tony Stewart in studio. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. 
Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Do you have storm damage to a tree or trees in your yard? A stump from a tree you cut down years ago that's become an eyesore in your yard. A tree that continues to creep over your pool, house, or driveway. Give our friends at Canes Tree Service a call today for a free estimate on tree trimming, tree removal, or stump removal. They're fully insured and have the experience for any job. Don't continue wishing you'd get those trees or stumps taken care of. Call Canes Tree Service today at 812-344-5917. Hey, give Brad at Brad Norman Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Call in today at 812-216-3900. 